You know, I don't know how old you are, but I remember, you know, growing up and, and, and listening to music. There were some, still some 78s around the house, but I bought 45s and 33 long plays. And then I watched eight tracks come in and then cassettes and cassettes didn't last long. They were replaced by CDs and now it's streaming, except maybe we're going back full circle for the first time since 1996. Both CDs and vinyl records had revenue growth in the same year. It's a good time to own Record Town, which is exactly what Bill Mackey and his partner do. And he joins us right now. Record Town in Fort Worth, that is. Good to have you with us. Oh, great to be here. So Thanks I for mean, having me. My, my sense is you guys didn't buy Record Town because you were going to make a fortune selling, <laughs> selling vinyl. But... Uh, well, you got that right. <laughs> but it is coming back. I mean, my kid, I, I went out to, I've got a peaches, uh, an old peaches case in the garage, and I went out to look for something the other day, and I had a bunch that were missing, and I found them with my kid. He's listening to vinyl. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Same thing with me. I've got, we have two daughters, 28 and 23, and they're both becoming vinyl hounds. I mean, they're, they come to the store or they go to the record store near them and they're buying it. What's, what's amazing is they're buying a lot of the same stuff that I bought 40 years ago. Well, are they so buying crazy. old? They're buying old. Are, are you selling? Is anybody pre- pressing new vinyl? Oh my gosh. That is absolutely crazy. New vinyl is being pressed every day. Every new release is on vinyl, whether it's Adele or Bob Dylan, it's on vinyl, and the pressing plants cannot even keep up with the demand. It's crazy. No kidding. So we'll buy, you know, say 10 copies of Adele 30, her latest album. We'll sell them in a week, and we can't get them for another six months because they're out of they're out of print. So what does an LP sell for now? A new one. Well, that's part of the issue with all this supply chain stuff that's going on. It's even driven up the cost of new LPs. So, so then a new LP can easily sell for 22 to almost $30. If it's a double LP, then it could be in the thirties and even $40. It's crazy. I think I used to pay three ninety eight. Oh yeah. Maybe four ninety eight for the expensive ones. And then our, our used vinyl that's in really good shape, it sells for between eight and ten dollars. So we're very reasonable on the used stuff. That's really outstanding. So what? Why? Why did this come back all of a sudden? Was was there a catalyst? Oh, I think that it, it's really complementary. You have the streaming, so people like the stream, and that's how they find new music. It's almost free. You know, you're paying a subscription every month and you have unlimited amount of time to listen to an unlimited number of songs. So you find an artist that you like, but then the problem is you don't own anything. There's nothing tangible to hold in your hands. So then you go out to the record store and you either buy an LP, an album, or you buy a CD. And that way you have something in your hands. And you probably remember back to the, the days when you when you you looked at every square inch of an album cover and the inner sleeve and you read all the liner notes and and you read every lyric to every song so you understood what the song was about 
So that's what we're getting back to. It's something that you can hold in your hands and you can keep forever. And the, and the audio quality is, I mean, some people say it's better. The audio quality is fantastic. <clears throat> the problem with streaming is you have to, the file size is so much smaller that you lose the quality. But when you would play it on vinyl, the uh, the overall quality is fantastic, and it has a much richer, deeper sound to it. Wow. So how did you get into this? Because Record Town goes back to the to the mid-50s, and there was a, a Fort Worth family that owned it and, and ran it through, what, a couple of three generations? Oh, yeah, yeah. Record Town was started in 1957 by the Bruton family. It was Sumter Jr. and Kathleen Bruton. And then Mr. Bruton was a professional jazz drummer and played in, he played all over the United States and played locally in jazz bands. So they had this massive love for music and they were both teachers and they, anybody that came in the store, they taught about music. And then of course they had two sons. They had Sumter the third and Stephen and both were professional guitarists. Stephen played with, started out actually with Chris Christopherson. Then he played with Delbert McClinton. Then he played with Bonnie Raitt. And then he won a Grammy in, in I think, 2009 wow. for Crazy Heart, the soundtrack to Crazy Heart. So how did you get into this? <laughs> yeah, well, I grew up in a big family and we loved music. None of us are musicians but just music lovers. So I started frequenting Record Town, gosh, at least 30 to 35 years ago and became friends with the family. I knew everybody in the family. And Sumter Third has this amazing knowledge of music. I mean, it's so deep. I mean, people call him all the time and ask him questions about music from the 40s or the 50s. So Sumter was this great knowledge wealth of knowledge of music so he taught me a lot about music so i i fell in love with record town a long time ago and then as the family you know got up in years they were going to sell the store actually they were going to close the store and then myself and another actually this guy's a professional musician tom reynolds is our is my partner at record town and tom is actually he's a little bit older than me so he'd been shopping at record town for close to 40 years Wow. So we got together and bought the store. Hey, but, but you have a real job, KWS Manufacturing yeah. in Burleson. And I, I looked at your product line, and I'm sure you sell a lot of these things, but this is not a sexy business that you're in. I mean, now the record business is. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's kind of, uh, what do you call it? It handles both sides of the brain. I'm, <laughs> I'm a, a mechanical engineer by degree, and I like things orderly and and kind of following an engineering process and we have a manufacturing business down in Burleson yeah it's not a very sexy business it's a metal fabrication business but it's interesting so the the record town gives me a huge outlet for my my limited creative side you know I would imagine that you are sought after too I mean they're not I'm hard-pressed to think of another record store in the area, much less in the country. I, you must hear from people from all over the country looking for records. Wow, yeah, we've gotten orders. We have a fairly new website we can that people can order product online. 
So we get orders from Australia and France and Europe. It's crazy. And what's interesting is they love kind of the traditional rhythm and blues American music. You know, it's pretty cool. Do you woo the 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 the, the distributors to to get product? You you say it's so so short. I mean, you only get ten copies of Adele or something. But, yeah, you uh, have to you have to be quick to react when an album is out for sale or 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 has been released. Otherwise, you know, the other record stores buy it up. But you know, you mentioned other record stores in the area. It's crazy. There's a few more that have popped up. There's one, another one in Fort Worth called Panther City Vinyl on Magnolia. And then there's uh, Chief Records, which is mainly kind of country, Texas country style stuff. It's down in the Stockyards area. So there's three or four stores in our area. And over here on this side of the Trinity, I'm aware of a couple of plants that will, that print and will record vinyl and so they're actually pressing some of these i guess over here yeah exactly there's a great place in dallas called hand-drawn records and we actually re-released an old recording that sumter the third played on in 1973 it was uh it was t-bone burnett the big producer right. that's won like nine grammy awards it was one of his very first productions it was live at the bluebird club in fort worth <laughs> it was Robert Ely and his five careless lovers. It was a, it was a limited release. So we re, we re, re, re released it about a year ago. So it was pretty fun. Well, you make me want to go out to the garage and see if, uh, see if one of my sons stole my copy of a lead belly <laughs> album that I was having out yeah. there. Anyway, record town in Fort Worth. It's, it's a growth industry. This is just outside. Any, I mean, real quick, any chances that you're going to grow the, the physical plant, the store, I mean, or open up another one? Well, the problem we have now is our store's about a thousand square feet and we're bursting at the seams with, with albums, mainly albums. And we have to keep shifting. Like we moved all of our easy listening out to our warehouse <laughs> because we had to make room for more blues and more rap. We're adding rap in there now because there's a huge demand for rap yeah. music <clears throat> on vinyl and then we just recently moved our comedy section out because you know it wasn't selling as much as say like classic rock or country or the blues or our soul and funk area is really growing so, so. monovani the living strings and bob newhart shelly berman they're all out in a warehouse someplace <laughs> look yeah. again continue to do well this is a great story and uh, we'll all come visit you at Record Town, Bill Mack. He's the co-owner. It's good to have you with us. Thank you for the time. Oh, David, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks. And it, it continues to be fun. We I, un we uncover something almost every day. It's pretty cool. You may end up making money out of this. Watch out. <laughs> Someday we'll break even. <laughs> for more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.